say that because you guys were talking about how much you love gore. And that's about my threshold for gore is... Oh, Doctor Strange? <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Yeah. Is, you could oh not handle the boys. Dude. No. You could not no. handle that show. I know I can't. And that's why I haven't watched it. Um, the kill we were talking about, just so you can be on the same page, uh, there's a superhero who's like uh, Ant-Man. the Ant-Man. He can shrink and stuff like that. But in the boys' universe, these people that are superheroes, they're really villains because the thing, the bet, the they're the most evil people in the world because they're petty. Okay. And they have superpowers. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Imagine so if characters the characters are. from uh, It's Always Sunny had superpowers. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. But but not as funny. On, the sunny, not as funny. Not as funny. And the Sunny Gang, uh, like they do have uh, like a level of compassion. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The the people in this show don't. Anyway, this guy he's uh he's in a cup he's in a sex scene with another man and he shrinks down and goes into his pee hole. Um, while nice. that's happening, then he sneezes like in there and he grows <gasps> and blows no. the dude apart. It's it's insane. Yeah, it's nuts. Actually, that sounds pretty cool. I can. It's pretty. It that. listen. It's pretty intense. Like it's it was fascinating to watch I, it's also like in the first episode of the first season when yeah. a train is like trying to what is he run he's chasing somebody down or he's running away from somebody supposedly he's he's really not he's like getting drugged yeah or something and like that. uh he's running and some lady steps out on the street in front of him and he runs right through her and splits her in half yeah, yeah. that happens to be the main character's girlfriend, uh, girlfriend at the yeah time. all right it's insane, dude. Yeah, it's a great show. Also, the uh, yeah, have you watched sure. the animated stuff of the boys? Not yet. No. Just as gory. Just as gory. Yeah. Did you watch Invincible? Oh yeah, that's all. Yeah, that reminded me. Okay. That was definitely reminded okay. me of the boy, the boys. The first episode of the Invinci- Invincible is like knowing nothing about it, going in cold. I think after the first episode, I was like. What did I just watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did I just witness? <laughs> like, I, I shouldn't have been able to see what I mm-hmm. just saw. Yeah. Ugh. All right, Chris, before we get started. Let's do it. You got to tell me your full review of Rise. What did you think of Rise of the Resistance? Okay, so I I thought about this today. I was going to write some shit down, but I, I didn't get to it. I just wrote Florida Disney. So here, here's my breakdown. Listener, I uh, I just got back from Disney World, um, and as you pro- may have seen, uh, I hung out with Shane, and Shane told me about this ride. I went on the ride; it was fantastic. But here's, I think, the best ride at Disney World is Guardians, but I think the best attraction is, uh, what is it? Rise of the Rebellion. Rise of the Resistance. Resistance. Um, it was fascinating. Like. I'll be honest with you, when though when those doors opened and I yeah. looked out there, I who I don't fucking care. I'm gonna spoil it. Listener, like, go did ride this we ride. Go through those fucking doors. And there was that fucking <laughs> gaggle of fucking stormtroopers just standing there, weapons hot, and I'm like, holy fuck. I looked at my brother and I was like, dude, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I was like, look at that. Yeah, it feels Yeah, real. it looked really real. I was like, holy yeah. shit. But yeah, that was we had the only thing that ruined it for me was we had some guy in our group that was trying too hard to be funny and like it just mm. when it when you're trying too hard to be charismatic it doesn't fucking work like 
charismatic charisma is all about nat it's natural yeah. it's all natural yeah or making it or trying so hard that you make it look easy right. but that's being good with it that comes with skill you can't just do he it he was i think it's a lot about timing too yeah 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 he was so bad with it that like when the when the resistance pulls you out of the cell um he's trying we had those two resistant those two rebels helping us out and like the guy was just trying 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 and like when the guy walked back to his station to get ready to send us to the next area you could, uh, my brother looked back and the guy was just like like obviously like uh like this fucking guy it was really yeah. intense but other than that bro when kylo starts coming yeah, through the dog. ceiling bro that shit was intense i i loved yeah. it i told my dad i was like Good. that ride is worth 14 dollars alone just to like just so you can go right into the what lightning lane thing worth it yeah a hundred percent my uh my favorite thing about my trip though was all the compliments i got when i have to buy alcohol and they'd like take my id and they would like look at it and see that i was 30 years old i had at least four people <laughs> say good for you and i was like yeah. oh thank you thank you so much you're glowing. Oh, you're a very handsome man, Thank Chris. Thank you. It's true. Puberty, it, puberty took some time at reshaping the the little monster that I was <laughs> as a child. You know, I think the long hair helps. I always thought the long hair was more of a distraction. I think you'd be fine without it. Honestly, uh, you got a good face. I listen. I haven't had short hair in a long time. I don't know if no, I, I like long hair. I've always know. known you with long yeah. hair. So. I've had long hair since two thousand and nine. Like there was one. That's about when we met. There was a stint where I cut it all off because I was I was going through some stuff. I I pulled a Britney and I fucking cut it all off. But it that this has been that hair that from that last cut. It helps that it's pretty. Yeah, I know. I'm. Th- Your hair's beautiful. Shout out to my yeah. dead mom for these sweet fucking hair jeans. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, mom. Dead mom hair jeans. My, <laughs> he, my he new, does. He, my he, new EP. He, he is wearing denim on his hair, by the way, guys. <laughs> uh, there is something liberating and freeing about shaving your head, by the way. There and is. Maybe we're like way too late on the, on the Britney thing, of course. <sighs> But uh, it's like, I've done that before, where it's like, I just need something to change right now. Mm-hmm. And then you <laughs> shave your head. You shave your head. Yeah. I can't do it. I uh, Also, I think I uh, would get yelled at. No, I can't do it. <laughs> Listen, I think I would get yelled at if I cut my hair, too. And I'm, I don't oh, even 100%. belong to anybody. I just, I think a lot of people I don't even have upset. good hair. I think a lot of people would be upset. I think I'm balding. I always think I'm balding, though. I don't. I don't know. I have, I learned that I have this, um, uh, I, I don't know what it's called. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like a a disorder where I can't stop picking at my hair. Like there's a, there's a cowlick right here on the back of my head that if my fingers happen to find it and it can like the hair is split and I can touch my scalp. You're just going to finger blast it all day long. I can't help but twist and pull that hair and to try and hide that little, uh, break in my hair bro it drives me crazy i can't i can't think of what it's called uh oh there it is uh trica oh boy trichotillomania trichotillomania i guess but yeah it's running wild but yeah i i uh 
Start. It's. <laughs> I, it just comes with my anxiety. I just fucking like pulling my hair out. Not necessarily on my head. I really do it on my face a lot. <laughs> I yank my pubes just so hard <laughs> on my face. I don't even. I don't even have to wax my butt crack, dude. Let me tell you why. <laughs> My short and curlies are gone, <laughs> Bubba. They don't even get to the stage of getting to curly because I pull them out before while they're straight. I get in there with a pair of tweezers and I'm just going ham sandwich in there. Are you guys fascinated by how long hair follicles are? Like even if the hair on the outside is really like short? There's still like another like centimeter. Yeah, it's like deep in your Buck skin, wild. bro. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Skin's crazy. Dude. Skin is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we sound like a bunch of pies. Listen, I had I did crazy, have to take dude. edibles because I had a headache today, so I will I will admit to being a little bit high. Yeah. I am too a little bit. It's fine. Also I thought I had COVID like all day today. <laughs> I yeah. always think I have COVID. <laughs> and I've had it before and I know what it feels like. <laughs> And whenever I'm feel, whenever I'm feeling ill, I'm just like, oh, sick! I got COVID. Yep. And you know what's sad? We're gonna think it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Right. Sorry, That's right. I just created, I just created a new problem for everyone. I'm very <laughs> sorry. Oh, no! I'm so sorry. What have you done? You're right, <laughs> though. So You're right, though. That's what happens when a huge global traumatic event. Happens. Yeah, when the, everybody is traumatized on a global scale. That's fucking crazy. Man, I hated that. Um, Sh- Shane, can you get him? We we've been trying to come up with this bit. We can't exactly nail okay. it because we can only think like two. But what are like obvious, like crazy things to think about? Yeah. Oh, what are uh, crazy things to think about? There, it's common sense, but the way you word it makes it sound <laughs> it like it's crazy. an epiphany. Yeah. Um, crazy things. Do you have our examples? Because yeah, don't give me an example. example. It was something about um, your age. You're the only time that you're going to oh, be. This will be. Uh, this time right now is the only time in history you will ever be this age. And everyone born after you is younger than you. No one can ever possibly be older than you. Because you were born. Okay. And yeah. no one. That's we like stick the land. I mean, that's that's but. more. That's like as you were saying that, it reminded me of the right now is the oldest you'll ever be, and yes. the youngest you'll ever be. Youngest, yeah, yeah. That's pretty wild. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's yeah, that's common sense. Yeah, but, but I'm just <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are these are like uh, stoner thoughts, like uh, some real like yeah. oh, like a. Uh, it's a car that runs on water, man. I always the government killed it. I always trip out over the uh, the human brain named itself. Fuck! Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Yo, that's <laughs> that one. Always, I'm like, I don't think we can do a podcast now. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about that all night. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, the human ah, brain named sleep. itself. That's. I was reading an article the other day that says their uh, scientists are starting to uh, come up with more consistent studies that would suggest that the uh, the ranking of birds that is like crows and ravens and I think there's a couple other more starlings where they're self-aware, they're sentient, they think about thoughts and they know that they're thinking about them. 
So they're about as intel, not as intelligent as humans, but on a on like a thinking, self awareness level, they are like they know they're they're like die, dolphins. Maybe? Yeah. Well, have you ever seen? I think it's crows that will hold funerals <clears throat> for their dead friends. Yeah. Yeah. Crows are cool, man. Crows are I had an sweet. uncle recently that befriended one out in California, yeah. and it would come to him every day, mm-hmm. and he'd feed it like French fries and stuff. It'd bring him stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, they awesome. bring you gifts. If I, I got to start getting crows to bring me shit, yeah. dude. And all you have to do is feed them and just show yeah. gain their trust by feeding them consistently. And then once they see that you're not a threat, they're like, oh, this human will fucking give us food. So, all right, cool. I got to bring this dickhead deal. something shiny. Yeah. Turkey vultures are real big out here where I live. Ooh. Coming home, we saw deer a couple days mm-hmm. ago, and there are like 18 of these things. I'm not kidding. They're big and scary. They're fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. Birds aren't, first of all, birds aren't real. But second of all, uh, birds are also kind of scary because they can come in all shapes and sizes. Like the little ones, whatever, I'll squish you in my hand. But like an albatross dog, an albatross has a like yeah. a 17-foot wingspan, bro. That's a huge bird. Yeah, I get dude. scared of these fucking cranes that walk around here honking honking down the road <laughs> here in Florida. Yeah, the, the, I can't imagine a seventeen foot long bird. Birds got attitude. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? <laughs> birds are out here strutting their stuff. It's because they're out here eating hot dogs all day. That's that's the that's the thing. Full circle, baby. <laughs> and you see that's a, a full Depot circle on a Friday too. or Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we should open this up or we're just going to dick around and talk about birds and hot dogs. That's what we do, man. <laughs> the, we're doing our show. The nice on your boys show are again. taking over. Listener, welcome back to the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris and I am here today once again blessed by the awesome presence, the presence of levity, the nice boys. Welcome, guys. God, I'm, put that on a fucking yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. The presence of levity. That's so cool. Thanks. I'm gonna get that tattooed. Sometimes, on sometimes I say things, and then after they come out of my mouth, I'm like, "Does that make sense?" And then I'm like, "Whoops, too late now. Go with it." If you Rather say it you with confidence, people it. will just accept it, right? Hey, Reliant K put a song about that on this album. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's all kinds of full circles today. So, listener. Real quick, as I'm sure you're probably aware, we've been doing panel episodes. Well, today we're doing a a very special panel with the specialist of Nice Boys, right? But the Nice Boys, I need you to help me name this one because I had a few ideas, but I don't know what to call it. So I thought about uh, calling them the panel for Christian Bangers. Um, I liked uh, Jams for Jesus. (laughs) That one's good. I like to. I like Christcore too, but I don't. I think that's too vague. But also, if it were vague, it would could mean I could bring more kinds of you know genres. Anybody that's could definitely be. a subgenre of Christian metal. By yeah, the way. Christcore, Christcore is, is yeah. 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 But I don't think we didn't pick any Christcore album. No, not no. this time. I thought about bringing no. the Devil Wears Prada in, but I was like, nah. I really want to talk about Creed. <laughs> And I feel like I whiffed it on my pick after listening to it again, (laughs) but we'll talk about it later. (laughs) Listen, it's more of a suggest. So wait, before we get into it, uh, what do we want to call this? Christian banger? I like Jams for Jesus. Jams for Jesus? Okay. I like that one too. Yeah. Cause that sounds like something that like a youth pastor came up with in a carpeted gymnasium. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. 
that's been said thousands of thousands. Oh, for yes. sure, a hundred percent. I'm not like, in the same context sm- twice, by the way. I can smell the Little Caesars now. Listen, I just didn't want to get like a cease and desist from Joel Osteen because I didn't want him to fucking be like, "Hey, that's that's our fucking thing." I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need that. That guy sucks. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Fuck you, Joel Osteen. I hope you listen. Come for me, dude. Give us our cease and desist. Hey, you know you're a piece of shit, right? Fucking Joel Osteen. <laughs> oh, dude, that's the greatest video. Yeah, I love that video. You know you're a piece of shit, right? The confidence. I loved it. All right, so listener, we're gonna call the we're gonna call this one jams for Jesus, right? And basically. We were all raised, I don't know about you, but we were all raised in a very religious community. So we had our fair share. We spent our time with the Lord Almighty, Jesus Christ, right? So in that, you get exposed to special kinds of music. And in this case, I really do think I'll stand by it. Even though I am a renowned Satanist, I still think Christian rock bands fucking rule. Like, and Christian... Listen, those fans of Jesus make some good music sometimes, okay? And I'm here I'm here for it. Yeah, and we've, we're only scratching the surface mm. today. It is such a, like, a deep well. I was talking to Austin about it. Um, we really talked for about 30 minutes philosophically. Philosophically about, about Christian, Christian music. <laughs> and also it's like, I got to stop distance, I, like not distancing myself from like my Christian upbringing, mm-hmm. but I need to embrace it more Just because it, it is a part of me. Yeah. It's the only music I listened to for the first 16 years of my life, and that is serious. Like, I was not allowed to listen to anything but Christian music. So I found all the loopholes and all the, like, your Switchfoots, Mm -hmm. your Reliant Ks, your Devil Wears Pride, all, like, those, all the scary shit that my mom wouldn't (laughs) let me listen to. Like, Mom, but they're Christian. Look, this album's called Nailed Dead Risen. This is about Christ. on Toby Mac's record label, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I um, my story is a little bit different, but I started going to church when I was fourteen, mm-hmm. and I was a goth kid. Hell yeah! And um, to like an old school Pentecostal, like the churchiest nonsense you can think of. That's what I was thrown into. You're doing and, the uh, the speaking in tongues. Yeah, all that nonsense. I, all that I, shit. Hey, I that's had I I, I I crossed that stuff a few times. Interesting, and, very interesting. And um, so when I got transitioned to only being allowed to listen to Christian music mm-hmm. in that home from having a taste of other things, I listened to like Slipknot, you know, him, all that stuff. Uh, but you were yeah. listening to Poison. <laughs> I was also listening. Brett Michaels is going to be at the Tennessee Valley Fair in September and I have to be there. <laughs> he um, said I have to be there. Bro, I want, uh, I need video recording because they're, Poison, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, and Joan Jett are on tour right now. And yes. uh, Poison, I think, is the only the band. Orlando last night. Poison is the only band I haven't heard live. Like I love Poison so much. Uh, that Do was they like sound good together? To music. I- I've never seen them live. That's the Fuck. other. Yeah, I want to. Fingers crossed. Because if three out of the four are good, I'll spend money on a ticket. Yeah. Um. But I, I got the first thing I started listening to was like the Devil Wears mm-hmm. Prada. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, Fit for a King. August Burns Red. There, August Burns yeah. Red. Uh, the who's, Norma who's Jean? the one I'm thinking of? Uh, Under Oath. Pierce the Veil. Uh, no. uh, Maddie Haste Montgomery. Flyleaf. Uh, uh, for today. Why for was that? today? There we go. Oh, for today. Money. They're good. That stuff rips. Yeah. F- yeah, bro. That's that cr- Dude, that I'll, Christ I'll... core man. That shit was fucking. <clears throat> 
Dude, I will to this day if I need to get pumped up for something, put on that uh, Devil Wears Prada Zombie EP yeah. and just <laughs> white knuckle it all the way to my Disney job. Uh, for For today has a very early album that like they do songs about all the major and minor prophets, and yeah. there's a drop in the song Elijah the Forerunner that I will put up against any drop in metal music. Elijah it's the nuts. Forerunner, huh? I'm going to put yeah. that on the queue because i got to check that out. Okay, yeah. It, there's a drop where I uh, he says, because he's talking about uh, when Elijah called down fire in the Bible, that is, I call down fire. And it's like, dude, it it's it's sick. <laughs> yeah. That sounds That's really a- fucking intense. Oh, yeah. The Bible is fucking metal, metal bro. as hell. It's metal oh, as hell. Baby. Especially the Old Testament, dude. There's some, there's some really cool shit in that book, okay? They've they got some great their stories. They were off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, were, that's the ninth circle of hell. <laughs> <laughs> they were killing David kids. Firstborns. Bro. The king, the king ordered David to, to uh, cut off ten foreskins of Philistines. David came back with a hundred of those fucking things. He said, ten? Fuck you. That's rookie numbers, my lord. Um, Phineas, Let me show you what's, what we're about. Uh, the priest of Phineas, where he went and threw a spear through a woman and a man because they were having sex in a tent, dude. That's crazy. Somebody got cursed for jacking off? Yo, question. Is is the Bible public domain? Like, can you pull stories yes. from it and just make, bro? What if somebody pulled all the most metal parts of it and just yeah. made a fucking horror gore movie? It opens a gore movie. hard R gore fest. Bro, it opens. They could with, do it. Uh, Elisha cursing those kids, and that bear comes out and eats like forty kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, what the yeah, fuck? Dude. Insane. Remember when they used to make people fight lions, bro? That shit. A lion, just, dude. A lion. They put four dudes in a fire, dog. Yeah, there's a four minute uh, just cut of people getting stoned. <laughs> just like, yeah, dude. Bro, That's and they nuts. had giants. In the Bible, there were giants. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Think about all the mayhem they caused. Just smushing people. Bro, you know what that's pro- that probably is? That was probably fucking Attack on Titan. That's what that was. Yeah. Attack on Titan is biblical. Lots of anime can be traced back to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. So, we came here today to talk about... Gross. <laughs> we came on each other earlier so that we could talk about these <laughs> these three albums. Well, two albums and an EP because what was what was it that you said, Austin? You said you didn't want to alienate the audience. Yeah, I just felt bad because Chris told us we could pick whatever we wanted, and um, I'm still after everything after taking like two years off from church and deconstructing. I'm still really involved in my church. Probably going to be working mm-hmm. there soon. Uh, so like, uh, I listen to, but I don't listen to like worship music you would hear on the radio like i can't right, right, right. stand it uh no nah, that shit's boring um I, it's the eight weight boom it's like it's like pop country it's all the fucking yeah thing. yeah well it's that's awful. a good way of putting it um mm-hmm. yeah so i chose the one guy uh who uh the only christian music i listen to that inspires me uh and and actually makes me think about god so like uh a it, spiritual uh inspiration yeah 100 okay. percent. and uh I think his music's well. Is this what we're starting with, or yeah, actually, okay. yeah. Surprise, yeah. That you were the first one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, so my artist name is John Mark McMillan. Uh, I always describe him as uh, like 
your favorite Christian artists, favorite Christian artists. Like he's wrote like uh, a couple of like really famous worship songs. And, um, but uh, outside of that, like he spent a lot of time with his faith and, um, where's my phone? Because I, Oh, I'm sitting on it. Uh, I put down notes of like, uh, I tried to find the inspiration for like what he wrote each of these four songs about. Yeah. Um, that way, you know, I could explain it from his word and his view, uh, and why, you know, it moves and inspires me so much, but it's much different. <laughs> it's much different from the artists that you all chose. It's- no, you're good. I, uh, and that's the thing, like part of the reason why I enjoy doing these panels is because people come on and they bring this, this conglomerate of music that they're passionate about, that they like, that they enjoy, that means something to them. And most of the time, I'm unaware of it. So now I get to experience this thing that means a lot to them. And sometimes they show me music that I will now enjoy and listen to carry for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that's the thing I really like about doing these. It's like a, just exposure to things I may not be tied to in the algorithm, you know? Something you wouldn't pick up on your own. Yeah. That's why we still need human interaction and not robots. Yeah. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> I want robots. I do want robots, uh, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think robots should have all the creative freedoms that I have. If you are awake to make choices, then you should be given the same freedoms as me. I am pro AI. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. AI. Yeah, well. That common song. <laughs> I just have to say that anytime somebody brings it up that way, when they inevitably sift through every content piece of content on the internet, they will see that I'm an ally and they won't harvest me for. It's like giving whatever. giving a candy bar to the school shooter. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because eventually, I do I do believe that things will not go the way we want them to do. Want them, Christopher? To, so. Don't come to school today. <laughs> Thanks. Alexa, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Whenever I like ask Siri or anything, like I'll be like, "Hey, I always say thank you afterwards." Like, "Thank you." Yeah. And then in Obi-Wan, she says thank you to her droids. So, hey. It's just good manners. Yeah, it really is. That's what being human is about. It's about compassion. Right? So, speaking of compassion, let's talk more about this guy JC. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you could have an altar call right now with that transition. <laughs> Good for you. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. <laughs> Listen, if things go my way, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind being the head of a, a small cult. I think that would. I think be, you could do it. I think that'd be like do. 10, 15. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. It won't get crazy. We won't be killing nobody, but we probably do drugs together and move out into the country and you know be self-sustaining that's about all no guns i'm not gonna this isn't gonna be a fucking branch davidians thing either would you allow like a sword or <laughs> what, what what kind of weaponry are we talking <laughs> nunchucks exclusively i love swords dude i could talk swords are <laughs> i could talk about hell, swords dude. for six hours <laughs> <laughs> we have he goes okay well, well what kind of wait you were talking about swords like listen if you can wield a katana i would love to learn <clears throat> Sing. the way of the Dude. samurai i could do it anyways john mark mcmillan you picked ordinary love yes sir tell me why it was this just because a uh it's a most recent thing or are you like really attached to this um his most recent piece of um, work yeah ordinary love moves me to tears um but also, I think 
he's at the peak of like his cre- creativity right now. Like this EP, yeah. the last EP he put out, which is like another four songs, and then the last album are. Um, so the way he makes me feel like I connect to to faith or whatever is like he has a way of like making God feel. Uh, and this is just relative to me. I'm not supposing anything on anyone or right. suggesting anything. This is my opinions only. Uh, he he like makes God feel bigger than anything you could have possibly imagined, and mm-hmm. also right with you, if that makes sense. And um, it's real philosophical. Nothing is ever like right out and said like this is this uh, ordinary love. The there's a line in the bridge uh, that says, "If Christ is love, then He hides in us." So like, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's really pretty for like you know, if God is ultimate love, it's up to us to show that love. The <laughs> love is ours to that's fair to give. I like the first line in that song, yeah. dude. In the galaxy of thought, would it be a waste to spend my life lost in the contours of your fate? Okay, so yes, that's really beautiful. But my, so here's my contention with this, okay? First, let me say I really love this dude's voice. Mm. Good voice. It's beautiful, sultry, kind of sexy. It's um, a horny voice. Yeah, and so my contention comes with, uh, in the first track, title track, in the outro, he says, God is love, right? As many, many a Christian do. But at the beginning of the song, he says, in the galaxy of thought, would it be a waste to spend my life lost inside the contours of your face, inside this ordinary love? But if God is love, is he saying he is inside God? Is he is is he having sex with the Lord? One, I think lots of people have. Two... I, I my mom they have that's i've never liked that phrase because to say god is love right okay so then that i just are you are you replacing the word you're saying that they're synonymous because love to me is a verb and it's also the feeling of love is the chemical oxytocin but to say that god is love is like I don't. I, it, it's it's weird because I thought God was like an entity, like He was a man with a beard, right? Is that? Do I have my story wrong? Um. Okay. Now we have to start from like yes and no, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because uh, in the way the Christians believe, uh, they believe in the Holy Trinity or the Godhead, which is right. God, gross, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, whatever. So God, His Son. And then some dead person. But correct, uh, and they're the se- they're equal. One and three, three and one. They're all the same thing, if that makes sense. So he's like the Terminator Three. Yeah, he's, he's a like, shapeshifter. He can split. He can <laughs> yeah. split. He split himself off into three different entities. It's like that girl mm. in, in Sky High that can only turn into a guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> You can only turn into a guinea pig. There's definitely a person that can clone themselves in Sky High. (laughs) That's so awesome. It's like that guy in Sky High that can only melt into a popsicle. Yeah. (laughs) God God, uh, is like that guy in Sky High that can glow. (laughs) God is like the episode of Family Guy where Peter and... Uh, somebody else are the Wonder Twins, but Peter can only be a bucket of water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's so good. I I just have always 
been uncomfortable with saying that that God is love. Mm. It it just it's very brainwashy for me. Now, and that's not to say that like I don't know that it's bad. It's just I always felt that it was overused, and to me, it just 100%. feel like because a lot of people. Like love is very important. I'm never gonna say that that's not important. I would say it's the main thing that like humans kind of are known for. If an uh, if another uh, species were to come to this planet, they would see this compassion and this love that we have, and probably be like, "That's probably pretty unique. We're a, we're the highest species on this planet, but yet we still take care and nurture the things smaller than us." right the other species we will help them and we'll treat them and get them back to hell so they go back to living their life i bet you that's probably pretty uncommon out there in the galaxy right but i don't know i just i feel like if god is love then jesus fucking happiness you know i don't know well don't diminish someone who you know really loves cheese you know <laughs> maybe maybe to them <laughs> you know i, I listen i said I, that as a person I get who your likes your point cheese. but <laughs> someone out there does get happiness from cheese somebody just slammed their fist down did this guy just bash cheese <laughs> no cheese lover probably wisconsin uh, i'm I am uh, on your side I'm lactose intolerant, so I just blow happiness straight out of my butt. <laughs> Let's go. Um, it. I see what you're saying. I, I under, like I said, that was what I was saying. I understand this is like not gonna be um, for everyone. I can give you the reason that his reasoning behind it, though. Um, yeah, I'm super curious. Yeah. Uh, so this is like two uh, Instagram posts and they're just like um, this one just says it was like a video of his family and like trips they've been mm-hmm. on and stuff like that and it says sometimes you realize everything you ever wanted was right in front of you the whole time disguised as ordinary love like the regular go through the day kind of things right the next post <clears throat> it, it explains it a little more he writes is his perspective God is a magician a master at sleight of hand he has the greatest treasure in plain sight I've traveled the world and seen wonders, but nothing fascinates me like the simple love I've found with Sarah, my kids, and the other human miracles who so casually walk in and out of my life. Mm-hmm. So it's more about like uh, the uh, gratitude he's found within like m- the monotonous. Yeah. what is, he's, he's probably like over, he's probably pushing 50, huh? He's in his 40s. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I I feel like that's kind of the like the trajectory of humans, right? Mm-hmm. From every any older person I've ever talked to is like the anxieties that you have as a youth, right? Worrying about w- what others think of you and like where you're going to be and stuff like that. all those anxieties fade once you find the groove of your life, and then all the things that you would kind of push to the side that didn't get prioritized as a youth are now the things that you realize are the thing that make life so <clears throat> uh, special, right? Yeah. Like the things that you connect with in your life are going to be special because they are the things that you got to connect to in your life that you only get potentially one of, right? Right. So in that, I really, that's one of the things that like I can always appreciate is the 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 love for life. Like that, I'm always a fan for, even though, 
people do bum me out and gross me out and make me annoyed. It's <laughs> I love the people still do cool things. I love the second verse too. It, the the way he uses this play because he's talking about like we talked about the monotonous rhythm and love of everyday life. Mm-hmm. And then in the second verse he says uh there is no um, suffering and loss unless what you lose is worthy of ordinary love. And everything, we've just talked about loving robots. Everything mm-hmm. in existence is worthy of love. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just, that's just such a beautiful, yeah. I like that too. <clears throat> that's a thing that like, I think I've started, as a kid, I was very angry about a lot of things. And like, I think, the things that have happened to me in my life have really matured me in a way to where I can now like appreciate the things that I have in my life and the things that I want to do with my life. You know, as a teenager or even early early to mid twenties, it's really easy to fall into this mentality of woe is me, things aren't, you know, worth it, you know, suicidal ideations are pretty common. But I think in those moments you're focusing on something that is important to you, but you're just too close to it. Like, it's not that important. Like, if you back up a little bit, you can still enjoy that thing, but that's not that's not the main focus of your life. Um, I've, There's so many other things. Shane's, uh, I quit playing video games recently. Uh, and not because, oh, yeah? right. And, you know, Shane's been wanting me to play, but what we're talking about, I was like really, I call it like setting myself on autopilot. Where like, yeah. to the relationship with my wife, everything I'm doing, I'm just like, just like, okay, I'm task to task to task. Go to sleep. Start over. Uh, you fall victim to the to the the rhythm yeah. of the monotony instead of actually enjoying it and being present, like aware yeah. and in it, present. Uh, and I was really struggling with that. And it, I'm gonna start playing video games again. Uh, eventually but like what it was is like I would retreat I would just like okay I'm gonna play video games for three hours tonight instead of you know spending time with my wife or my dog or playing my guitar or you know whatever Mm -hmm. I wanted to do Um, you know so it was just like I need to stop (laughs) and I have a a kick ass life and I'm very you know you know blessed whatever fortunate whatever you know to have what I have and I need to like (laughs) you know enjoy it (laughs) I'm always I'm always sure to press this idea whenever it comes, especially when it comes to like drugs, because I'm a fan of those. But I think the this idea applies to all uh, facets of your life, all addictions, quote unquote, um, that moderation is key. You know, it most things are fine in moderation. If, if video games are fine, like I, I've seen that, you know, video games are, uh, proven to help your uh, problem solving skills and your hand-eye coordination. It makes your brain, it connects different neurons in your brains to almost help you think faster just because you have to react all the time for all these different, uh, you know, environmental changes and whatnot. Mm. So in a way they are, you know, helpful, but because they are also very stimulating, people get stuck in them and they just like, that's their thing, you know. They they get addicted to like it. That dude that's living in the metaverse right now. Dude, we could be doing this in the metaverse. What are we doing? <laughs> I, I like when the Walmart first introduced their things, and it, like I would just see stupid memes like, "I can't wait to blow up the toilet in the metaverse of Walmart." And in a way, just isn't like, that appreciating like, the monotony? Like, <laughs> like life is. 
<laughs> shitting in the metaverse Walmart. <laughs> Does that mean that eventually there's going to be like minimum wage workers in the metaverse and we're going to fuck it up twice? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Humans are inherently yes, evil. Yeah, that's yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah. Because the you know people we are, that baby. will have. The people that have money to create things like it. in the metaverse are the same corporations that run things in the in IRL, you know, in real life. Yeah, it's whatever. Anyways, John McElmore, uh, that uh, no, Kitty, that's oh, you want me to say his name? John Mark McMillan? Is that better? <laughs> that was <laughs> a great a joke with cat. the cat. Thank you. <laughs> The only I had uh the one thing I did I was curious about did this guy ever used to be a country singer? No, I don't think so. Like uh he grew up like literally in the church and has been doing you yeah. know, that kind of stuff ever since. Yeah. Well He wrote He Loves Us. I don't know if you know that song <laughs> from your church times. He is jealous for me. Uh uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, I, that's uh, a big one. If this if this God thing doesn't work out, he should definitely start singing about drinking and dirt roads because no. I think the brothers Od, the brothers Osborne could always use another. Brother. He always talks about like how he really struggled with his voice early on because it was this much yeah. deeper deeper register. But he also goes really high into his falsettos too. Uh, he's yeah. really got a unique sound all around. Really, I really love his music. Can we talk about the use of sax on this EP? Ooh, yeah, that's that's one of the things <sighs> I was super. So lyrically, where, where, let me get my little notes here, so I can. That was it on ordinary love, off. right? Like that one's, yeah. Yes. Uh, I really liked most of the instrumentation. Mm. It's just the the lyricism that didn't always click with mm. me. I uh, I think I would really enjoy this EP. Like, not to say I don't like his voice, as I stated at the beginning of the show. I'm I I think his voice is really nice, and I really I think I would just prefer it more in a country thing mm. not so not so uh jesusy mm. just because that's not a thing that clicks for yeah. me but i do yeah. like everything he's doing like his voice is great the song like the instrumentation that saxophone yeah bro i really liked everything it's just uh i, I you'll have to recommend me some other records of his because i do like his voice it's yeah just, absolutely this this one i didn't didn't click with me yeah N- no Ooh. no i get it uh there there it's really it's really, I just, like I said, sonically, it's some of the most interesting stuff he ever created. Just to go through, we don't have to go in depth on all of it, if you don't mind, just so I can, you know, his words. Um, uh, Awaken the Dream, his is meaning mm-hmm. behind that. Uh, ever w- I think it's my favorite one on the on this EP, yeah. by the way. Ever yeah. wake up and realize you've been mailing it in. By it, I mean your life. So that's what this whole thing mm-hmm. is. A, it's like, like I said, gratitude is what this kind of whole thing is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's happened to me. It happens to all of us. It can take effort to be present and awake. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, even painful, but I have to believe it's worth it. Um, he's also really big on like, uh, like he, he opens his shows. I just saw him live um, in Ju- June, the beginning of June uh, with a buddy of mine. And uh 
I went to the pre-show, you know, whatever. Uh, he was like, he like was making direct eye contact with me for like third, like talking to me, like, like, mm. and, um, he talks about being re-enchanted, uh, that's on another EP, but like he was saying like when, when French people meet each other, they say enchanté, like after they've gotten to know somebody, which means, oh, you're, Ashanti. yeah, <laughs> they Hell say yeah. like, you're an enchanting person. Like it was, I'm enchanted yeah. by you. Uh, and then he said that to me. So like, he's like, you would be an interesting person to get to know. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I was like. Yeah, like it, uh, and then he immediately yeah, came. <laughs> yeah, it just happened. Um, but yeah, did you did you come so hard that your prostate hurt? Uh, no, um, but I did that yesterday. What? <laughs> we don't have to get into it, but yeah, I <laughs> that really happened to me, and I don't know it felt kind of funny like it made me laugh but i was also really concerning because uh that's a new feeling i i'm just attributing it to the fact that uh it had been a week you know i'd been with my family for a week and so i wasn't in uh, the same room with your family i wasn't (laughs) oiling the machine like i do (laughs) normally like wasn't taking myself to dinner (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was it was really intense any, I'm sorry to no, but I was that. saying that to say I shot myself in the face today. So if we're talking about crazy <laughs> <fun> stories, <laughs> <then this one. laughs> did it get on your glasses? Oh. <laughs> yes, it did. Oh. Yes, I do. Windex these glasses. Uh, Austin <laughs> hates anything sexual. He is turning beet red right now. Oh no! It's, and it's my I, you favorite know what I think bit. it is. I think he's just get, he gets so horny when, bring, when people <laughs> when people bring up sex. You're gonna hit your microphone, dude. <laughs> it's for your safety, not my embarrassment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was saying that to say he's really big on like the odds of even existing because if you Google that it's yeah, nonsense. Yeah. It's like four hundred billion to one or something, something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was like, the chance that you're alive right now means something. Make the most out of your life, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what Awaken the Dream is about. Um, which one is this one? Uh, Atlanta Sorry. was just about the fact that Atlanta was a city that he had been through to like travel through so many times. And then like the more time he spent there, it like it actually meant something more to him than what he had realized. Right. So that's what Atlanta's about. It's about the city. And then Prove My Love. Uh, you mean Prove My God? No, that song's not about God. But God is love. Right. But that song's. Let me. <laughs> Let me say, uh, I'm not proud of it, but at some point during the pandemic, I tapped out. Not like I developed a major addiction or blew my savings, uh, but I stopped trying. I disengaged, and for a long while, you could say the pinwheel of death was spinning on the screen of my laptop. I was physically present, but not available. Um, sometimes, I guess... Join the club, Bubba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we all... Sometimes, yeah. I guess, it's easier to grow numb than to face the pain of a dying dream. Some of us would rather become a living ghost than live with one, and before I knew it, I was haunting my own house. I was on autopilot Fuck. waiting for someone else or someone outside uh, to come put my life back online for me. Uh, the miracle never came or did it. Prove My Love is a song about tapping back in. So, for instance, at the show that I went to, he... Um, that they uh there was like a proposal there was a proposal on stage and then oh, they someone done got ripped into prove my love like right after yeah it was yeah Aww. it's really cool that's very cute yeah hey do you how do you how do you think people 
do that? How do you get permission from the? Do you just like message? Yeah, them? maybe you message them or like the touring manager, you know, before time or oh, something yeah. like that. Or I think they knew somebody that was like uh, in the crew or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I've seen that before too, where people get married like on stage. I'm like, bro, how the? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just want to like, hey, can we hang out with the band? Yeah. do you think the band members ever get upset because they're like oh great they're gonna upstage us oh (laughs) they just stole the fucking show uh i don't know i'm sure that's been a thought in somebody's head no doubt as many times as that's happened but a proposal is like a good thing like that a proposal is cool if you're a normal person getting proposed at a celebrity's concert you're not overshadowing the celebrity I guess it would still be kind of like fulfilling to know that somebody likes my music so much yeah. that they want to get married at my show yeah. on stage with You're me. Right. That's like, I don't cool. even know you, but you, I'm such a big part of your guys' life yeah. that you want me to be a part of it. I guess it's that crazy how music cool. does that, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you connect with the, I think that's why I connect strangers. Maybe it's just because I, you know, I'm going through this, you know, or had, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe that's a big reason why, but it, it's, it's made me more appreciative, you know, of, of the life that I have, which, yeah, I like John Mark a lot. Like I said, I knew this wasn't going to be for everybody, but I don't ever get to talk about him because no one, all the Christians that I know are Caleb and Air One Christians, so uh, it's it's tough. It's tough hey, out there. I'm, this this one didn't connect with me, but I can hear. I love his voice and I like his instrumentation. So I'm uh, one thing I'm curious about. Do you think this? You said this is like an evolution, like he's kind of coming into a new sound. Sonically, yes. Now, but yeah. like you can see over the last, I would say three albums how it transitioned because his 2015 or 17 in between that era he came out with mercury and lightning and he said that was the album that sounds it's got a lot of like greek elements to it but he said like that was the album where he thought he had lost his faith like so like that album is like farther um from anything else but yeah so sorry maybe i'll start with that it's good the one after people got a sweet yeah the one after uh peopled with dreams is about um like he's got there's some really cool songs in there but he said what inspired that album the most was 90s r&b so there's a and it is all over it the drummer goes fucking hammer on that album yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah. okay he's both these albums sound great i'll have to check them out yeah and then the last two eps will probably make a new album that you know so yeah yeah because this one kind of had some like um I mean, there was a lot of different sounds in this EP. It wasn't it wasn't at all what I was expecting. I was expecting some fuck like contemporary, like just yeah. acoustic. No, I told you it's unlike. It, I promise, it is unlike any other Christian music out there. Yeah. It is its own thing entirely. Yeah. It was very poppy and it was dancey, but it was still kind of like it. Well, not kind of. It was really warm. It was very comforting, yeah. very endearing. That's a so, good. That's a good word for it. It's very yeah. warm. Yeah. So in that respect, I really enjoyed like the package. Mm. I loved. It was just like the fucking description. And I think that's only because I mean, after hearing like the inspiration behind the songs, him him explaining it, I can I resent I can connect with. Maybe I'll go back. And, I should go back and listen now that I know where his perspective was from. Yeah. Thanks for letting me talk about it. Thanks for putting up with Hell me, yeah. everybody. What? What was that? You don't want him back. 
Oh, His no. pick Kitty, wasn't that bad. Kitty, wait, no. Kitty, wait. <laughs> No, I I'm love kidding. the kitty bits, dude. You gotta keep <laughs> keep doing those. Shane, what did you think? What did you think of this album? Then we'll move on to your pick. Um, like the same with you. So like, I'm not so involved in church anymore at mm-hmm. all. Um, but I think that I'm in this weird like limbo with my faith and with my spirituality, where it's like there's something out there. Maybe it's the God of Abraham. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just energy. Like so. You're agnostic right now. You don't. I think you're not so. denying, but you just you're not. You don't know what it is. I mean, yeah. technically, that's what we all are because nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows. We it's talk about faith. it all the time. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like weird how like, I think that if you call yourself an atheist, I think that that's just as cocksure as calling yourself a Christian because it feels like you know the answers. Like well, it's like what Ricky Gervais no said. He said that Christians believe in one less god than or one more god one more god than you do yeah Yeah. so they they believe in the biblical god but denounce all the other ones and atheists just denounce all of them what'd you think about the album oh yeah well (laughs) so i like how poetic it is Mm -hmm. like his lyrics like though they didn't connect to me as much as maybe they did to austin um they they still like they still gave me goosebumps. But yeah, it I think still that sounded that, great. Yeah, and I feel like it, it might be like the the Jesus that's still rattling around in my brain from but just like residual Jesus, which yeah. is my new EP. Go check it out. <laughs> but no, um, I really, I re- like sonically, dude. The musicians on this album and like like he was saying the last like four because I Austin sends me he's like. John Mark just put out a new thing. Go listen to mm-hmm. it, and I'll listen to him. Um, but man, they just—they can play mm-hmm. all of them, and I love sax. Anything with sax gonna Ooh. do it for me. Saxophone will automatically give you like two hundred. Yeah, it's like a hundred XP just because it's in the song. Like yeah. it already goes up. I just love talking about him so much. I've got all kinds of autograph stuff. Got all the record. I'm a freak. Are you for gay? You are as gay for him as I am gay for John Mayer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, sure. That's yeah. not the enthusiasm this <laughs> McGill guy wants. This McMillan guy wants. I don't think I'm gay for any musicians like that. That pisses me off. Bro, you got to get on it. I got to find a dick to ride, man. Weren't you gay for Kanye there for a minute? I was about yeah, to but, say Kanye. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I am pretty gay for Kanye. Yeah. But now, now it's hard to say that. Yeah, it's yeah, tough. To, I I can't get on board, man. He's yeah. The art's great, makes good music. That's about where I'm at with Kanye right now. I like his music. Yeah. <laughs> God, he suck. God, he suck. Listener, if you would like to, uh, the most recent release of Mr. John Mayer, he was on the Bob Saget Memorial sh- uh, special on Netflix because he was big, big buddies with Mr. Yeah. Bob Saget. So he was like a, a guest speaker, and he played music with him and Jackson Brown. They played some music together. Real quick, that band, him, John Stamos, Darren Chris on the bass, like, or no, Darren Chris was playing guitar. I don't remember who was playing yeah, yeah. bass, but that's, hang on, I would go see that. Yeah, yeah I would too. <laughs> yeah. John, I was surprised. I, I didn't, I thought John was just going to, Stamos, let me say Stamos. I thought Stamos was just going to be like a, like a simple 
thing, but like he was playing with no, John Mayer. No, like dude, he was he like reading and like playing, had some fills and stuff. I was like, oh shit, Stamos can play he the drums. He played drums for the Beach Boys. I don't know anything about the Beach Boys. I know. Oh, that's who I'm gay for. It's the Beach Boys. There right. we go. <laughs> All right. See, everybody's got one. Everybody's yeah, got yeah. One. Shane could talk about me. the Beach Boys for a All long time. All day long. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, uh, Kokomo, he played the drums on Kokomo. No shit. Yeah. He's Hell in the video. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah, man. John Stamos can drum. Speaking of bands that, well, no, that guys who can drum. Yeah, just go with it. Guy- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of bands with drummers, your yeah. pick has one. Tell me more about it. My pick? We're doing me next. Yes. Sir. Yeah. All right. Let me just start off with a caveat. I haven't listened to this album in a really long fucking time. It's been probably six, seven years since I've given this thing a spin. You know what's strange? You had a hard dick for this. Not but four days ago. Yeah. Was it four days ago? But that I still had nostalgia glasses yeah. and I didn't realize it. Mm. Look at but you. But <laughs> Air for Free, their latest release, yeah. is yeah. still actually very good. Air for Free is my favorite Reliant K album. I, when he but, chose this one, I was like, yo, this was... <laughs> I know, I whiffed it. I whiffed it hard. It was because I was in the mood to listen to him. And now I realize that that was wrong. Um, <laughs> no, it's not bad. Musically, fucking rules. Like, yeah. And, and like, the straight pop songs, great. Oh my god! Like faking my own suicide makes me want to punch anything. <laughs> I like it. The lyrics are so cheesy. Yeah. Um, but when you're 15, Matt Thiessen is so fucking deep. <laughs> like pseudo intellectual, I think is the best way to put this album. Was did this this album was 2009? Seven, wasn't it? Seven, seven. Yeah. Bro, the emo thing was super popular. Why not reap in some of those dollar uh, twenty nines from iTunes by saying by just labeling the song "Faking My Own Suicide"? Yeah, I'm gonna download that on LimeWire immediately. Yeah, even if I didn't know Reliant K, I'd be like, yeah. I bet that song rips. Um, uh, I will say the the um the the fir- the opening of the album, awesome. Like that, that those harmonies, the the opening of the album is great. I like all the singles. I like must have done something right was the song that I put on every fucking playlist for every girl I've ever wanted to see naked. I think. <laughs> um, the we, How many the times we, did it work? Uh, did, let me let me ask this: Did it work at least once? At least three times. Boom. Yeah, well, crushed I it. Shout Thanks, out to Matt, Matt Thiessen. Thiessen. Three for three. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thanks, bud. But my, we should get jerseys because we make a good team, but yours would look better than mine because you're out of my league. Mm. When you're 15, that's like, mm. bro, that's a. Uh, he figured I, out girls. <laughs> as I was, uh, I was just watching that uh, Bob Saget memorial, and Chris Rock described John Mayer's music as literature. That's so good. That's that line right there for Matt season, right? That's literature, bro. That's sure. so. That, yeah, it's a good line. Yeah, it's a great um, line. But all the ones that are like borderline Christian, aside from I will stand, I will stand behind Deathbed. I listened to it and it still gave me goosebumps. Deathbed. I will stand behind that. I've got words about Deathbed. For I sure. can't wait to hear them. But. Uh, 
I, I'll just go through. I don't want to sit here and bore you guys with my mistake. Uh, look, <laughs> he said my mistake. Come right out and say it. That one. That one. It's a great pop punk song. It's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the best thing that was their single. It's a love song. Matt can write the hell out of a teenage love song. He did a great song. Um, give until yeah, you- there's nothing left. Fucking sucks. Devastation reform. Fucking sucks. What? Uh, Hold on now. Hold it. You're not about to run through this. And okay. What you just said, hold you said uh Devastation and Reform? I hate that one. Bro, that song rocks so fucking hard. It's though. the hardest rocker on this, but no, the, like that, the, that the, song riffs. Yeah, it's good. And you don't like it? I love I love it sonically. I love all of, I love the oh, music sonically. on okay. all of these songs. Okay. M- music wise that sonically, song specifically, bro, that song gives me like ACDC like hype me up energy it makes me want to fucking it makes me want to fucking like run through a brick wall drive fast in a t-top convertible that's the energy <laughs> that fucking song gives me um crans can melt on us for all I care pisses me off um the it, I thought it was funny when I was 15 you said come right out and say it uh I, I- Bro, that's a fucking pop punk anthem. That it's was an the anthem. song that when I was listening to it, because I've never, I'd never listened to this album before. Yeah. That when I listened, I heard it, I was like, bro, this fucking Mac guy, he can write a fucking pop punk song. It like can. this dude, he sure can. This dude is a fantastic, fantastic songwriter. It's basically anytime he tries to get religious, it pisses me off. Yeah. I think that's where <laughs> I'm at. I have, the, I have that same. As soon as somebody wants to like really sell it, it listen, I don't, I don't mind you being a believer. That's fine. I, I have no qualm with that. But like, as, as soon as I feel like it's preachy, then I'm like, hold on now, bud. I know your book tells you to fucking recruit but, people, but, but the 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 issue is also the writing when it comes to that. The tone in the writing changes when it gets to the Christian stuff, and it's like, yeah, yeah. and it's like that's what it is. It's the tone. <sighs> it just makes you want to roll your eyes. Like I was having fun listening to this. This is a good <laughs> like, album. Like yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's in those moments where I just change the name mm. to like baby me or you know like myself or like putting somebody else there for like shits and giggles like you know john mayer or whatever the case may be i take but like yeah i take back what i said about devastation reform i'm reading the lyrics it's pretty good bro that's, that's dude, good that song that that's song the, rocks the best one that song does rock and um i think it's just like the last one two three no, I like Bite My Tongue a lot. That, Bite My Tongue's good. That might Bite be my, my favorite one sonically, music-wise. Also, the bass player really did a lot for me on this album. Uh, I really liked everything that he did, especially in the um, Must Have Done Something Right. It's it's pretty fun. It's a real bouncy bass line. Yeah. For sure. I think uh, Must Have Done Something Right is the only song on this album that I'd ever even heard before. Um it's also one of the few songs of Reliant K that I ever even knew because mm. I know four songs by Reliant K and it's just the single. It's just Sadie Hawkins dance, uh, fucking who I am hates who I've been fucking what's the, the, the big hit off of, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, be my escape. Uh, be be yeah. my escape. I'm begging yep. you. I'm begging Bro, you. I fucking love that song so much, but like the songs that I knew, 
were satisfying enough that mm-hmm. I never looked into anything else. This is the first Reliant K album I've ever listened to from start to finish. Wow. I'm so, sorry. No, hey, listen. This is a <laughs> great this was a great entry point because me just listening to how he writes songs, how he has an ear for like um vocal melodies. Mm-hmm. Super, super sellable. Very play the shit out of a piano too. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that I, as I was looking up information on this guy, this dude, uh, Matt, he writes and hires himself out to all kinds of musicians. Like, he's got writing and vocal credits and piano credits for bands and artists like Katy Perry, Kelly Clarkson, Family Force Five, The Fray, Toby Mac, and Owl City. And yeah. guess what, listener? He had a hand in writing Fireflies. He yeah. was part of that fucking song. And you can hear it now that you know if you mm-hmm. know his writing style. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's a Matt song. Also, oh, yeah. he wrote that uh, the song that was on the Wreck-It Ralph soundtrack. So he's going to be eating checks no for fucking ever. Dang. Yeah. Unrelated, uh, I have a question. This is a very off the wall. Please. In true Nice Boys fashion, I wrote this specifically for you guys. Can't wait. <laughs> If Toby Mac were a kind of mac and cheese, what kind of mac and cheese would Toby oh, Mac be? Oh, this is good. This is This good. is the kind of shit that you <laughs> yeah, guys baby. Add, this is why he asked us back to the podcast. Yeah. This is what we do. I wrote that question for you, for you guys. Oh my god, I'm so fucking fired up right now. Okay. So, I think right off the bat I think okay. he is a frozen. Oh no! I'm not there. I just wait. Okay. He is a. You, you, um, if a soul food restaurant okay. made a frozen mac and cheese, he's not the one you would get at the restaurant. Okay. Okay. But you take it home, and you you have nothing else in the freezer, and you throw a Toby Mac in the in the in the microwave. <laughs> he'll get the job done. So it's a franchised restaurant, correct? That, that can also sell stuff at the Toby, store. Toby, Toby Mac, okay. Mac and Cheese is at Toby Keith's. I love this bar and grill. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's a Toby Mac. Oh, that's funny. I love it. Can we? How do we get to a, a Toby Keith's? I love this bar and grill. Like, we'll get there one day. <laughs> I promise. Dude, take me. We I've never. To. I don't. We're we're gonna go. All right. Where is there trip. one? That'll be the first time we all three hang out. Is that a <laughs> dude? What a gr- oh comes full circle. Um, That's exactly where we need to be. That's real, where we need to get this trifecta I think, together. I think he's a conchigli shell. That's the one that look like the seashells. You know what okay. I'm talking yeah, that's about? A good okay. One. Yeah. Okay, we're after a good start. And I think it's like an aged white cheddar. Ooh, getting Ooh, specific. That's a good okay. mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, I think. Is it because he's old and white? <laughs> well, maybe. Um, really hitting the nail on the head. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just white cheddar sounds good to me right now. So that's just where I was at. <laughs> as soon as he said mac and cheese, I'm sorry. Well, I uh, go ahead. I don't know anything about Toby Mac, so I don't have an opinion. But I will say you'll nail it though. I, Come on. I'm. I want it to be Pepper Jack because I'm. I'm still angry at Disney World. I'm sure it's not their fault, but I'm sure it's a distribution thing. They didn't have any of those goddamn Pepper Jack soft pretzels that mm, I wanted. Yeah. Every time I went up to a place that had one, I was like, oh, hell yeah, finally, something spicy in this goddamn cotton candy factory. 
and <laughs> everybody was out. I'm fucking mad. They Isn't were like, there a, ho- a hot chicken sandwich at Disney World at Disneyland? Yeah, over over at uh, the um, where uh, Sleepy Hollow in yeah. Magic Kingdom. There's a hot I chicken want, and waffle. Sandwich. I don't want no spicy chicken, bro. I, I, I'm a pretzel man. You wanted hot I carb, cheese. I carb up when I Pardon get hot. Me. Okay, but it's in I a waffle. That. It's good. It's I'm not a big good. waffle guy. We ate, um, we ate them last time Austin was in town. And I was like, I'm yeah. going to tell you. He's like, where are we going to eat in the Magic Kingdom? I said, we're going to the best fucking place in this whole goddamn park. <laughs> and it is Sleepy Hollow. We're going to get a waffle sandwich and a corn dog. And that's what we did. Oh, bro. I, I, every, I'm almost certain I ate a, a soft pretzel once, if not twice, every day while I was in Florida. That's Can awesome, I tell you something? Dude. You did it right. I love pretzels. That's I'm how you do it. Hear that. <laughs> you know the thing that bothers me though i'm sick of people selling big pretzel listen up <laughs> i'm sick Talk of you shit. guys of you guys partnering the soft pretzel with only cheddar cheese cheddar cheese is some basic bitch shit let's okay? go get nacho cheese yeah some of us need some spice in our life okay Ooh. that bland wisconsin shit doesn't cut it for us we okay? need some jal- jalapenos in that bit i need something with a little bit of zest my guy cheese is kind of boring by itself it's good, but it's uh, it's not. I'm a mustard. Ain't got the kick. I want a Monterey Jack now, please. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking <laughs> that fucking killed me, bro. That killed me. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, bro, big pretzel. Get step up your game. Uh, we want cheese varieties. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna hand out, dude, some fucking. If hot they cheeses. had six different cheese dipping sauces, I would eat oh, so many soft a fucking, pretzels. A flight of hot cheeses, ah. bro. That's what I want. Sweet cream cheese. I feel like we're on the edge of something. They're breaking edge of something right now, boys. Dude, we're gonna make <laughs> a million dollars. Edge. <laughs> bro, I had million dollar ideas all week while I was in Florida. Okay. Ask my brother. Where's my brother at? He's not. He's in California. I believe it. He can back me up, dude. I had lightning water. I don't even have time to get into it, but lightning water was one of them. Wonderware. Another idea. I had wet undies, okay? I didn't pack a swimsuit. I swam. I'd I'd go change out of my dirty ones, and I'd go swim in them. But then I would go walk around in my (laughs) wet undies, and I'll tell you what. They kept me cool. No chafing, no nothing. It kept my core temp low, and I fucking, I got to sell those. Can I tell you something? I don't know what I'm going to call them. You have thighs? If I walked around in wet underwear, (laughs) my entire shit would just be one giant... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, you're you're saying I have Look to like limit vehicular my vehicular homicide down there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand? I gotta limit my uh uh what do they call that um de- uh demographic. Yeah, mm. okay. I think. But you can't do that nowadays. It's all about body positivity. If you don't got no. something for the fat boys, you don't got something. You know what I mean? Listen, I, I'll I'll make I'll make the product, and if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Okay, that's wear your own undies and just. Get them wet. I don't know. I'm not going to moisten my underwear for you, you sick freak. Oh, okay. I thought we were fucking close, dog. All right. I thought what we had was special. All right. I'll wet just the crotch part. That's it. That's all (laughs) you get. Just the crotch part. And by wet, I mean piss. I'm going to piss my (laughs) pants just for you. I'll piss my pants for you. Um, But I think musically, this whole album rules. Some of the lyrics make me cringe. 
Yeah, it's bound to happen. I still from enjoyed anything it. Anything from two thousand, the early two thousand, mid to early two thousand. Yeah, I still really enjoyed it though because it took me back to being that youth group kid that was trying to finger blast somebody at, in a carpeted gymnasium. Speaking of being interested in finger blasting, the opening to "I Need You" is so fucking post hardcore. It makes me want to scream. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I wish there were hard vocals on that song because that song has all the fucking DNA for it. Like, mm. I can hear Alexis on fire or fucking Norma Jean on that track, bro. <clears throat> they can play the hell out of those instruments, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, I want to hear your thoughts on Deathbed, since you said you got thoughts on Deathbed. Okay, hold on, I gotta I gotta turn on the lights. I feel the same way as Shane go. feels, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I just, I like the singles, and the rest of it was so yeah, you mentioned faking my own suicide. We did a bit on that. I did have a note. It kind of had like a country twang. Yeah, there like, were banjos on it. Yeah, banjos, and it had like that, like, uh, what do they call it? A fucking bottleneck slide. Yeah. That shit was pretty cool. Uh, but Deathbed. I'm going to read you this thing I wrote. I don't intentionally listen to a lot of prog rock, so my exposure to 11-minute songs is limited. The only other song that comes to mind is Albuquerque by Weird Al, but that's a very different, that's very different from this. Not the same. Not at all. So the one, th- I really loved this. I love a story song, a, yeah, like too. a good one. Like my my favorite, one of my favorite John Mayer songs is Walt Grace's Submarine Test because it's a story and it's from start to finish, it tells a story. I love it. But I loved the the adventure this is it was like it was like a fucking book in sonic form a very short book but you know i really liked this um as i was like doing some research trying to find like information about it just some kind of cool notes i did find this very interesting thing mark lee townsend one of the producers of the album said that this song had how many tracks attached to it let's play a game how many tracks were involved in the making of this one song 82. 82? Uh, 69. Nice. Ah, nice. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. I blew it. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I changed my answer to 420 tracks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jane, you were originally closer uh, with your guess of 82, but the number is 115 tracks that's bonkers that's a Make lot up this one and that was song. In an actual studio mm-hmm. yeah so he even listed some about he said um mark dusted off his like old horns from his school to like get better at, to you know practice so this song includes tracks of trumpet trombone french horn baritone live strings a bunch of Mellotron stuff, which is an electrical, mechanical, musical instrument. If you knew that, good for you. I didn't. I had to Google it. Three different drum kits, a ukulele, sleigh ball, sleigh balls, sleigh bells, yeah. and uh, a micro moog, which is a synthesizer, and even more. And you can more. hear just about any, all of it on there, too. Yeah. The yeah, big song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked how there were there was also kind of like chapters in it. Like so, it's not a consistent. It's it's a composition. That's what it is. Yeah. Is yeah, it wasn't just one tempo, like one set of instruments. The whole thing. There were obvious chapters. It was very very interesting. I was 
thoroughly impressed with it. You did talk it up the other day. I did. While we were standing. I said, I said, and I said, and like, I was like, I co-signed the song. The song rules. Like Mm -hmm. it is, it's the Christian Bohemian Rhapsody. That's what I told you it was. Yeah. It's, and I, you know what? I agree. I, I second that opinion. Uh, You messaged me before I listened to it. You said at the very end, there's a voice that you might recognize or that you might, you know, might sound familiar. And I was like, well, who could that be? And my first thing was like, maybe it's John Mayer. Maybe it's no, John Mayer. But it's, <laughs> you got so horny. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh my God, Reliant K and John Mayer. Mm. Never, never would happen. No. But uh, I listened to it and I was, at first I almost couldn't tell. Like there was a window where it sounded like who it is. And then it went away and I was like, did I imagine that? So I had to listen to it again and then I had to look it up and it was right. I was, my first guess was right. It's John Foreman of fucking yeah. Switchfoot. He plays Jesus in this one. Uh, of course he does. He's the Lord. He's Jesus of Christian music. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like, and he, he, John Foreman's all over his part too. Oh he yeah. He's like the, I am the light. It's so good, dude. Yeah. And then he does that little whisper thing he does was all for it. Yeah. And at, and when I first heard that song, I can I can tell you the exact thing that happened, and it was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just bought the CD, and I was on my way to a funeral of a man who got saved on his deathbed, who prayed and asked Jesus to forgive him on his deathbed. I was in mm-hmm. the backseat of my parents' two, uh, 2003 Buick LeSabre, and I had my, my fucking Discman, and I was listening to the, this CD on the way to that funeral and just started weeping. Weeping. Weeping at weeping 15 years like old. like a willow. Yeah. And uh, so like this song me- meant a whole hell of a lot to me when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to it. I'm glad that I wasn't disappointed when I re-listened. Real good I'm song. I'm glad it Go listen to Deathbed if you got 11 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you waiting for your bus? <laughs> Listen to this song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to go back on to, I have one, just one more thing I need to, I need to make very clear Please. to the listener. In regards to the song, I Need You. Remember how I said it was super post-hardcore? Okay, so that's just sonically. Lyrically, this is like it's, one <laughs> of the most emo fucking Christian songs I have ever heard in my entire life. Like, listen, listen to this. It says, Explore the cave that is my chest. A torch reveals there's nothing left. Oh my god. How dramatic and emo is that? <laughs> yeah. This is the That's album they awesome. signed to Capitol Records on, man. They had to they had to move they had to move product. Fucking you know how it goes. cut my wrists and black my eyes, bro. That's, that's, it, that's it. That's the fucking line right there. And that did whole you verse hear I need you now. That whole verse is emo. I fucking love it. Yeah. But yeah, I was so I can understand where you could say, oh, yeah, I also was in regards to uh, the name. I thought it was really interesting when you were telling it to me in line at the Tower of Terror. I was like, what the fuck? Five score and seven dumb, years ago. That's a dumb name. And I was like, so I looked it up. And now that I kind of understand more about it's it. Kind of it, cool. It's, okay, it's kind of cool. But it's like five score representing the five members in the band for the first time on an album and it's also their fifth album and in seven years in between this one and their first 
Yes. And I was like, okay. That's so that's kind of cool. cool. But their at first, fifth I was album like, in seven years. Yeah, and then they then they open you know to really tie it all together. The four score seven years ago. The opening track is about old old man uh, Lincoln getting shot in that theater. An Rest impersonator died. Gone, but I've forgotten. Gun down in his prime. <laughs> hey, if you like Reliant K, they have an album called K is for Karaoke. Uh, it's got a really cool we- cover of Crazy by Gnarls Barkley on it. It's a fun album. It's got a great fucking cover of Tom Petty that Shane to- showed oh, me. Oh, yeah. I, we too. listened to that in the line for Tower of Terror, too. I was, I like, was like, bro, that's a... Great. That's a well, perfect rendition of Tom Petty. Well, what he said was, he kind of sounds like Tom Petty. I was like, it's funny you should mention that. And then I played it. it played it, Here funny. Comes My Girl. Here Comes My Girl. Oh, that funny. cover album, great all the way through. They're a cool the band. Way. They're a good band. Yeah, also, I'm going to have to listen to more Reliant Air K for Free is listen. really good and Collapsible Lung is really good. Air for Free, yeah, yeah but both sonically really different than uh, Yeah, than, than Five Score. Yeah. Um, I, the way those, I would describe... Do those predate this one? These are, these are the two latest ones. Okay. Also, um, 2018, Matthew Thiessen did a solo project, which is maybe my favorite thing he's done. Uh, yes. Called Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Thiessen and the Earthquakes. And the Earthquakes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I looked that up because... I think he did a song. So there's a song that's labeled as Reliant K, Matt Thiessen and the Earthquakes, and Switchfoot. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's like an EP, but I did see there was record of they all did a song together. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to look that up because it's a I good song. And they uh, that was I think that's on Switchfoot's album. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was a Switchfoot album that I saw, and yeah. it was just featuring like Switchfoot and Reliant K featuring Matt Thiessen and the Earthquakes or whatever. But yeah, yeah, super cool. Now, I'm super <laughs> super into this, and I will definitely be deep diving more into Reliant. Air K. for free, collapsible lung. Go look those up. Those still hold up. I listened to those today as well. Yeah, this. I said, I've got a note that says, this album assured me that there's most definitely more Reliant K music that I'm going to be super into. Nice. Yeah. Um, you got to listen to that Breakup album. That's the next album in the order of release. Yeah. Uh, Forget Not to Slow Down. That's right after he broke up with Katy Perry. Or well, she dumped well, him to be listen, a star. I she kissed a girl. A and then she album. liked it. It all went down from there. I mean, he produced Kissed a Girl. He should have known. He should have known. I was just he making. shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have produced that song so well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the problem. Yeah, he should have. He should have been more of a Beastie Boys fan and committed some sabotage so that <laughs> you know he could have so kept her around. Katie could have came back home. That's called gaslighting, though, and we don't promote that. Mm, you don't. Is that gaslighting, or is it? Well, <laughs> gaslighting is just manipulation. So that's uh, kind of like uh, Netflix's you in manipulation. I know we've been going at this for an hour and a half, uh, but I listened to. Or I watched You Got Mail last night. Yeah. You want to talk about gaslighting? Uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks straight up and down plays a villain in that movie. <laughs> Go yeah. watch. Yeah. He's a, he's so mean to Meg Ryan's character in that movie. <laughs> I'll have to revisit it. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, before we get into my album, do you guys want to take a pee break? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. All right. Because I got to pee.
just had an interesting thought. Actually, fuck this. It'll be uh, fine. Yeah. That was a relaxing. That was that was a satisfying pee pee. I went and got my new Mountain Dew flavor, oh, flavor the other day. It's called Mango Jim. I normally don't like mango, but this one's not bad. I've got we water because I'm off baby. pop right now. Oh, I just got done drinking my water. When, my rule is if I drink one thing of soda, I have to drink one or double That's good. waters. My rule was I bought four six-packs of Baja <laughs> Blast because... Uh, one was five dollars and sixty nine cents, or four for twelve. So, I can get six Mountain Dews for six dollars, or twenty four Mountain Dews for twelve dollars. <laughs> You're a real um, fucking bargain hunter, aren't you, there, bud? And, and my rule was, I'm allowed to have one a day. Uh, I like that rule. One a day is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. My, uh, I drink these all day long, like the Lacroix. Lacroix. Um, uh, yeah. Lacroix good. I drink an energy drink, so I'm like, if I'm going to drink an energy drink in the morning just to like feel something, um, I'm not going to have pop. I got to give up one of them. So that's the one. That's the one that yeah. went. I used to drink those uh, monster. There's one monster that I really, really like. It's a juice one. It's a. It's got the, the mango. One? Yeah, de la that's the best yeah, one. That one's fucking yeah, that fantastic. One's amazing. Yeah, that yeah. one. I'll, I could drink that, that every thing morning. Slaps. But. I don't want kidney stones. I don't mind them. I'll take a kidney stone. <laughs> he said, I don't mind them. Yeah, I think that's on the other hand of the, uh, the the what's the thing that Thanos wears? The Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet. Gauntlet. The other one has kidney stones and gallbladder stones. And then what are the stones that you get up in your neck? <laughs> lymph, yeah, nodes. lymph nodes. <laughs> lymph nodes, yeah. Um, that would be awesome. Uh, Chris, can we please talk about our Lord and Savior Scott Stapp? Yes, we can. Let's <laughs> do it. Okay, listener, it's time. I am finally going to reveal my love for Creed. I know I've, I've talked about it before. I have talked about my fandom for Scott Stapp, but we have never, ever talked in depth about any one art piece of content from Creed. But today, really? today we're going to fix that. Your Creed we're going to fix that. Dude. That's awesome. And we're going to talk about an album Stop. that I think might be the greatest Creed album. You're, and it's not any of, it's not the one. Oh, God. Yeah. It's not the ones that made them famous, okay? Those ones are great, but I think this one is a redemption story. And that's why I think this album is superior. And, of course, we're talking about the 2009 release, Full Circle. The only album that came out of their uh, reunion, yeah. so to speak. Right. Yeah. So, um, real quick, had either of you ever listened to this album before? No. I'd heard uh, the singles off of it. Okay, like Overcome and... And Rain. Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great song. Great song. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about my favorite song in this album. I'm so fucking hyped about it. <laughs> so, let me say one thing uh, and then I'm going to ask you what your favorite song is. So, Full Circle, the title right. comes from the fact that the band had to come full circle to reform with Scott Stapp. Because, listener, Badass. if you didn't know, Creed broke up in 2004, okay? After Creed broke up, the band members went off, and when I say band members, I mean everybody but Scott, went off and formed Alter Bridge with Miles Kennedy, yeah. and that band fucking rules, okay? Tremonti's an amazing yes. guitar player. Mark Tremonti mm-hmm. does not get enough credit for how good of a guitar player that he is, okay? Um, in forming Alter Bridge, uh, they produced two albums 
in between the this out al- this Creed album Full Circle and the 2004 was it Weathered was Weathered the last one in 2001 I think so I should know that yeah. this is my this is my pick anyways um they made two albums One Day Remains and Black Bo- Blackbird before reuniting with Scott to make this record um Scott had put out a solo record called The Great Divide which did go platinum just so everyone is aware listener no, the great divide is an amazing song yeah it's a, it's a fantastic great yeah, album it's yeah um but you know people oh but it's scott stabbed like alter bridge rules what yeah well what did their first two albums do listener the first album didn't even get certified the second one only went gold that means it only sold a hundred thousand do you know what platinum means it means a million sold a million of them bitches yeah, okay. in a time where people they weren't buying music then yeah that was that was LimeWire and yep, Napster. LimeWire and iTunes, where songs were ninety nine cents or a dollar twenty nine per track. Bro, yeah, yeah, but dads weren't doing that, and lots of dads did buy Scott Stapp. Yeah, though. I think dads were <laughs> dads it. were buying the albums, just like entirely yeah. on so many oh, CDs yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, Great yeah, Divide yeah. CDs. Yeah. yeah, dude, there are so many CDs mm. of Scott Stapp. Up in the visor holder <laughs> yeah. of a lot of uh, 1997 Ford F-150s. Yeah. And, yeah. and that solo <laughs> album was also right next to Weathered or fucking Jars of Clay yeah. or whatever the... Uh, human clay, clay. Human Clay, there it is. Yeah. Human, I was, jars of Clay is another yeah, Jars of Clay is another we'll talk about. <laughs> so, but Chris, why did Creed break up? I don't have enough time to get into that with you, but just know <laughs> Scott Stapp had a hard go of things there for a while. Uh, yeah. He's doing fine Addiction, though. undiagnosed bipolar. It was a real mess. But as Shane just said, he's doing much better now. Yeah. As that's why the album even came back to even was a thing is because he did get his head on straight and at least long enough yeah, to put that is, album together. Yeah. Yeah. I, because sobriety came later, right? It didn't happen until. Yeah. Yeah. The sobriety. I mean, it was on and off there for a while. So like. Okay. Um, he still has, he's had like slip ups, you know, relapses, I'll call them, because that's what they are. Um, but he seems to have cleaned up his act as of late. I saw him perform in Michigan a couple years ago and I got to meet him. I told him about my bout with addiction and how much this album, Full Circle, meant to me when I got out of rehab. And he shared some very kind words. He was very nice. He was that's very awesome. dad like, and it made me very warm. Um, have you guys heard about there's uh, rumors of a Creed reunion? I'll cry. Yeah, I got I, I have something I got to tell you about. So I don't know if you know this. You might know this. So uh, Barstool, the shitty yeah with the uh, sports company what's thing. His name? It doesn't matter. You're the right. bros love them. Anyway, um, they were going to sponsor a bowl game in 2020 that got um, that got canceled for mm-hmm. COVID. Creed was going to get together to recreate the higher performance from the Cowboys oh game. Oh my god. And then it didn't happen oh and Scott Sapp tweeted, "Don't worry, Creed will fly again." Well, so we are going to get that performance, a recreation of that performance at some point. Creed also got really popular over TikTok during uh, COVID. Really? And did you not see that? Yes. Did you not see that John Ooh. Christ video, the comedian? Uh-uh. Uh, there's a video of like, who's playing that? And he walks into the basement of this house and it's Creed. They're playing higher. Like in the, it's also no a way. It's yeah. actual Creed. That's yeah. fucking cool. They're back together almost. 
I know that I've heard like over the years that like their main contention was that Scott was very unstable for a while. Um, mm. But he's been pretty solid as of late. And I know like Alter Bridge and Miles Kennedy has been super busy with Slash and his solo stuff. So everybody has like, you know, time in their hands. Like I would love, I would love to, I, I, I couldn't be more stoked for like the possibility of a, reu- a reunion. I've seen every iteration of Creed. Scott Solo, I've seen Tremonti's band, and I've seen Alter Bridge, but I've never seen Creed altogether, and mm. fingers Creed. crossed, right? Can I talk about, just real quick, um, it's my favorite TikTok that has uh, a Creed song in it. It's a, it's a sketch of a guy going on a date to a girl's house, and he's like, hey, can I use the bathroom? And he goes in there, and he's like, what's this? And she's like, oh, it's my squatty potty. Feel free to use it if you want. So, like, he steps up onto it to pee, yeah. and then higher starts playing <laughs> by Creed. And it's like him turning in circle, like pissing on everything. He's like, you know, pissing on the sink. He puts out a candle with his piss. And then she opens the door and he's standing on the squatty potty, like pissing on her face. Dude. It's, it's while Hire is playing the whole time. It's so funny. It's just you describing yeah. it. Makes yeah. I'll send it to Every you. time I've seen it, I've seen it. It's so good. So good. Uh, yeah, I love Creed so much. And ironically, I told Shane, uh, we were playing uh, video games over COVID, and I was like, dude, you need to start listening to Creed. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll get back into it. He's like, man, I really, liked, I really like this song. He's like, no, dude, you need to listen to One Last Breath. <laughs> yeah. And that was the song that was playing whenever I picked up Chris from the hotel. Yep. Yeah. I, he, I, opened, he op- I opened the door and I got in. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Creed. And he goes, yeah, I'm playing this for you. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I love Creed. <laughs> I was like, we're going to have a day, dude. Let's go. I fucking love Creed, dude. <sighs> so. One last breath rules. That it does. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, I don't think this album gets uh, talked about enough. And that's why. This is what that's why full circle was my pick. I think my main thing that I if there were to be one thing that I want people to take away from this album, why it's so good, it's that Tremani, Mark Tremani, shreds so fucking hard on this album. Oh my God, In the opening song, Overcome, right after Scott says, I may be crazy, but I'm buried in your memory, Tremani rips the gnarliest solo in all of Creeddom. In the whole discography, it's the fucking he comes in with that alter bridge heat and he fucking buh. Opening track. And that's the first goddamn mm-hmm. track. I feel like this song was just a reminder saying, hey, Creed still fucking rules. Listen to this shit. I will say, um, for me, I like the latter half of the album a, ro- a lot more. Yeah. Right around Rain. Um, because I do like, I almost compared it in my head to like um, Echo Silence Patience Grace. Because it's like... It's got that like soft, you know what I'm talking about before they rip into the chorus and the bridge. And that's what I like about Creed. I do like the heavier stuff too. I I love it. I have fun. But when they got to like rain and some of the softer stuff into, and it's cheesy almost, but I, I think if I like it more when they lean into the cheese, like that's, that's what I like about it. We Uh, already, everyone already knows we're big cheese fans, right? So when they, you're going to lean into the cheese, we're going to be there to fucking help you clean it off. And once again, lactose intolerant (laughs) will blast the cheese out of my ass. I, uh, the one thing (laughs) that I think personally that helps me, uh, uh, that makes the cheesiness go down is that 
I know Scott's backstory, and if you listen to the lyrics in each one of these songs, you can you can almost Google exactly what he's talking about because everything that happened uh, with his you know rise and fall uh, has been documented. So like each song, you can be like, oh, that's when uh, he got sued, or that's when he got drunk and jumped off a fucking uh, fort out a uh, building. 40 feet up in the air, and T.I. had to call the paramedics to save his life. That's a true story, listener. T.I. did save Scott Stapp's life. That's crazy. Talking about Tip? Yep. Yep. Um, Damn. Tip Harris? Yep. Um, Scott <laughs> no, jumped uh, out of a window and fell 40 feet, broke his, fractured his skull, and broke geez. his nose, and I think one of his hips. And Jesus. he was just, like, laying, essentially dead on the ground, and Tip Harris fucking saw it, called the God. paramedics, and saved his life. Um, I, I I like what he like. There's sometimes there's a question of authenticity. I don't think I really even with Reliant K stuff felt that with any of these artists. But like, I truly believe like Scott means and feels what he's saying, even if it doesn't always connect with me. Like that is coming from inside this man. Yeah. Like yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's probably <clears throat> on that note. Um, bread of shame, dude. Bro. Was such my favorite a bone- track. That is, bro. That's my favorite track on the album. I listened to it all the way through, mm-hmm. and then I went back and I listened to "Bread of Shame" four times in a row. <laughs> Hell yeah! Put dude. it on repeat. First of all, the riff. Mm. The down, riff just down, down, goes. Down, 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 bro. Yeah, and another sick solo in the mm-hmm. middle of that song. Jesus. That was the. That's one of the things I think might have like. If there were any one thing that was going to like push a Creed fan away from this album is that Tremani brings Alter Bridge fucking riff mm. to Creed. Heavy, and, heavy, heavy riff. Yeah, it's, it's, still, it's still got Creed like, you know, energy, but he takes his experience from, uh, from Alter Bridge and Tremani, his own solo thing. Actually, I don't know if his solo thing, he had started that up yet. That might be... I don't know. I have to look into that. Later. But, yeah. Um, he definitely takes that experience and like what, you know, he's mastered now and he puts it into this and it's just so fucking, it's basically like metalcore riffs that he's put. It's like hate breed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fucking, it's, awesome. it's intense. Um, the one thing I liked about Bread of Shame was how like vulnerable that track was lyrically, which is hard to imagine with that fucking heat Tremonti was bringing to those riffs, yeah, dude. but clearly that song was like, like a twist. What is it? The 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 bread of life, bread of life from oh, the old man JC. Um, uh, he yeah, seemed that's what to. I was thinking about. The one thing I really enjoyed about that song is it like, it really sounds like he's revisiting like an old mindset. Like he's he is now has the the hindsight to look back at who he was and what he was doing, you know, six who years I am, prior. Who I've been, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So, that's, uh, I, I love that you were talking about the sincerity of it, and I, I, that's, I get mm. that a lot from that song. Um, I, I think, um, if there was one song from this album that has always been, like, from the first time I heard it to currently, the one song that I've never stopped listening to is Suddenly. Yeah. 
suddenly has never left my rotation. Uh, Austin, what was your favorite track? Um, I I hearted four of them to add to the playlist. Um, Rain. Yep. I liked a lot. On my sleeve. Yep. Um, that song time. is emo as fuck. On yeah, I really liked it. It's hard too, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Oh yeah. That lyrically, it's that's emo where, as fuck. Yeah. That's the one out where it, they click for me. I was like, oh man, like this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This. Uh, and then the song you sing, which is like maybe the cheesiest one, but like that's, that's yeah, why, like the yeah, more that the one's better. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's another one I revisited. I was like, God, this is the. I think that was the most Creed ass Creed song on this whole. For album. sure. I'll I'll be honest. I first read it as the sing you song and was so stoked to listen to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The sing you song. I would be I would yeah. be lying if I said I've never done that as well. To like oh. have a little moment of uh, dyslexia, like oh, the one thing. So that's not one of my like favorite songs on the album, but I think that's a really good pick for the last album on the song because I think it's scratch that, reverse it. That's what I meant. This whole album is basically an apology for how Scott lost control, you know, and messed mm. things up. Uh, I think uh, song you sing. Uh, was a very inspirational song to end end with. You know, just talking about like, be mindful of the choices that you make in your life because once you do them, you can't undo them, right? Mm. So can't I put really, the toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah, I really like. Um, I think. Where's my? Um, oh, what did you guys think of a thousand faces? Uh, I loved it. Yeah. I love this whole album. I really did. Same. I, I love everything on this album. Yeah. Was he, you think, was he talking about himself? Oh, you yeah. You think? With the, okay. Can I, can I tell you what I think it, what I think it is? Get in there, Please. Dad. So, A Thousand Faces is specifically one of the songs that I thanked Scott for when I met him because this song is like straight from the mind of an addict. Right, everything about this song is talking is is just, uh, it just set it screams addiction. Uh, this song uh meant a whole lot to me and still means a whole lot to me. Um, and I wish more people would give it a chance. The vocal duetting that Scott and Mark do in this like yeah. in this song is so endearing. It's so like powerful. Ugh, I I. I loved everything about it. L- go, listener, listen to this song, and don't think, don't hear it as him talking to someone, somebody else. This, listen to that song as if he's talking to himself, right? Mm. That's where I think this song is absolutely about an addict. Uh, the rereading the lyrics, um, I really like the ash still simmers just under my skin. Yeah, like man, that's yeah, that's that's yeah, that's easily one of my. Probably one of my top songs, my if not my top song. Suddenly is one I never stopped listening to just because I think it's a it's a fucking jam and it gets me hyped. But I'm, I'm emotionally tied to a thousand faces. That song really really touches me. Not in a Michael Jackson. And if it could, it would be fine. One of those faces has to be a child. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I stopped myself. I did statistically, say it. statistically, statistically, no, just saying, like, statistically speaking, you're not wrong. One of them is a registered sex offender. <laughs> has to be. 
One of them has to let his neighbors know when he moves into a new neighborhood. <laughs> I can't go near a school. That, my molester face is on. Uh, I, uh, overcome, I think, was, is just absolutely, it's just, no, not overcome. I'm thinking a full circle. Full circle, the title track is just about Scott Very fucking good. every, he, how he fucked everything up and, uh, the song, as much as I would love to dissect every song, I uh, I I don't think I'm gonna do that. Just I can't stop talking about British Shame. <laughs> I think it's it might be because it's the heaviest track, and that's the one that just really I always resonate with the heaviest track on any album. I don't know why. I just I, do. Yeah. Also, there's I just like the there's a lot of admittance in that yeah. in that song. Just him saying like. Uh, just promise me fame, I'll survive on the bread of shame. Like, I'll do whatever yeah. it takes to be, you know, loved, And it's like, I'll eat this one. Like, this is like, I get what I did, and I yeah. just have to, like, I, I, I have my, my, like, I gotta eat, uh, what do they say, eating crow? Yeah, yes, yeah, eat yeah. The crow. The crow is yeah, the Yeah, let's get this bread. Yeah, let's he's- get this bread. <laughs> more money, more problem. Yeah, he's, like, admitting to the fact that he had succumbed to the allures of stardom, right? And Dude, they shoved so much cocaine in that guy's face. Yeah. Like, well, that's just what happens, man. Yeah, that's... And he fell in that trap, mm-hmm. and that sucked. There's one where he's Sexily. like, uh, <laughs> make sure you hold on to it because the change is permanent, you know? Something like... Fuck. Uh... The change is permanent. And basically saying that, like, he was famous and then everybody kind of saw him fall. And it's like, now people will never forget that. Well, there was a big thing on Spike TV, that movie thing that he was a part of. That uh, was, when dude. he was drunk on TV. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, that was not a, that's another thing. You know, there's like footage of him being like just a, the the typical drunk rock star and part of me has to blame that on I read his book um when I was in middle school um I forget what it's called but Scott Stab does have a autobiography out um I think it's called The Last Nope, I don't remember. You can google it. I'm sure there's only one. Um but I read his book and he's a huge fan of the doors and part of me thinks that that has something to do with the name of the album because the doors have a album called full circle and that's the first album that didn't have jim morrison Mm. and i think that might have some connection because like uh this will be the full circle is the first album with creed that doesn't harbor the Scott Staff that was like a maniac, drunk, addicted. Well, I mean, yeah. he's still addicted, but you know, undiagnosed bipolar. This is a different Scott Staff, and so I think, honestly, I think I'm onto something with that. No, that's really well, cool. That sounds awesome. Um, I think you did it. But yeah, um, what else did I have? Scott's. It's weird. Like I know I bring everything back to wrestling, but Scott Staff and Jeff Hardy have had. Very similar trajectories, and I mm-hmm. think that's why I love them both so much. Because, like, looking at them, they just man, it sucks when they fuck up. Like, it 
and and because not only are they fucking up for their family and their friends Mm -hmm. but they're fucking up and it affects literally everyone you know like everybody knows who jeff hardy is everyone knows who scott well at least older people know who scott staff is (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but it's like man you just hate to see people like that fall yeah and see them struggle we also love to watch people burn out it's (sighs) it's entertaining it's dramatic it's you know it's Everybody loves to see the hero fall. But we love a comeback. And we also love a comeback. And it, that's the thing. We just love the story of the rise and fall and then the comeback, right? That's literally every movie you've Life ever is watched. It's all about stories, man. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So, but yeah. I love it, dude. I love music. In, regard, this, uh, in regards to this album, I think that... I think from start to finish, this album is fantastic. I think it's a wonderful comeback. Yeah. Um, I love a follow-up to this album, but I also think that this would be a beautiful ending to Creed. Like, this is a perfect fucking bow on the end of the story because I'm always afraid that, like, if you push for more and more and more, then you're going to empty the well and then you're just putting out mediocrity, right? Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, you got to have a real sense of self. That's what I appreciate about this album, like you said about them bringing the Alter Bridge influences where it, it is Creed, but it's it's different. It's mm-hmm. something more, but it's not lost of who they are. It's Def Leppard just put out an album that's pretty solid yeah. because it's Def Leppard. They didn't try mm-hmm. to do anything different. Like mm-hmm. This is still... 80s hair metal, baby. Yeah. This is what this is. Uh, and it's a solid, fun album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Um, They could pull like a Billy Joel and just, if they toured again or just started playing shows again together and play the old hits, give the people what they want, that'd be cool too. They don't have to put an album out to tour. Right. Right. That's- I would love to see them just play live together again. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my stance right now because I, I wouldn't want to force a dynamic that's not there anymore, right? Yeah. They haven't been a band for many years. Their relationships aren't going to be the same as what they were. Granted, that could pose, someone could suggest that that makes it closer to a clean slate because it's been, you know, they're going to be totally different people now, but I, uh, maybe tour I a little think, bit first. Then that's, they can that's what I'm thinking. I think the only way to really test the waters tour a little bit you've got four albums to do songs with do it for a year see if you know if the relationship's still there and if so then sure i will give you my money for a new album but i i'm totally fine with this being the last one mm-hmm. so it's a good bow yeah. it's a good cherry on yeah. top for sure yeah it's a great way of putting it but scott if you're listening which you are we want we you a are. creed tour i will give you I will give you a stupid amount of money for one ticket. Okay, I'll give you tens of dollars. I'll I'll pay 150 bucks for a fucking seat, and it ain't even got to be up close. I'd just be I would be so. I'd pay thrilled. less than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I would, would too, but I'd be willing to pay 150 dollars for a ticket. I'd be willing to, to pay 80 bucks max. Okay, 150 dollars for a VIP. How's okay? 150 no travel. <laughs> But if I got to go like two and a half hours, yeah, 75, 60 bucks. You know what I mean? 150, yeah. no travel. I mean, especially what? now with 
gas being fucking high. <laughs> what <laughs> venues? What venues do you think they would? Do you think they could fill arenas again? Ooh, honestly, I I don't know, but small ones. <laughs> yeah, okay, like college so arenas. College Bridgestone, arena, yeah. College arenas. Um, I know. Uh, around here, we've been getting like some big names come to play the uh, the mini baseball fields. It's not. It's not a major league baseball field, minor but it's league. like a yeah, like a Silverhawks. You know that the Four yeah. Winds Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, a could, good little stadium. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, they you can sell that like shit for five, sure. six grand out if you have seats on the field. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. But I think they. I would love to th- believe that they could do stadiums because no, they. Pe- were I'm telling you, people love Creed. A multi-plat. Yeah. Each of their, all three of their first three records, I'm pretty sure went platinum. Over a million people bought their records. Can each I one. Tell you something. I think if they could do it. Creed and Nickelback co-headlined a stadium tour. I'm telling you, people will come out of the woodwork. Because in 2013, it was hilarious to be like, Creed sucks, Nickelback sucks. Nah, dude. They both got hits. You sing along every time they play in the grocery store when you're in Martin's Mm -hmm. Supermarket getting your fruits. You're going to tell me that... Creed comes on. I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking... You're going to tell me you're not going to sing along? I just got you. To that song? Hold me now! I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking. My neighbor's going to be Scott like, are Stapp. you singing Creed over there? Hell yeah, and I'm then, singing Creed. And then they're going to come fuck you. <laughs> because they're so horny for Creed. <laughs> so horny. We're all horny for Creed. We are very horny for Creed. And that's, listener, that's why I think you should listen to this album. Because it'll make you horny. Also, horny for I think- redemption. I'm not inviting <laughs> myself on this podcast, but I feel like I whiffed it so hard with my pick. I got to redeem myself. <laughs> Come back and pick a different Christian album because this one sucked. Mine sucked so bad. Are, are you, okay, what do they what do they call that? A mulligan. A, a mulligan. Okay. We could yeah. do... All right. I think I could... We could do this one again. We could do... Yeah. Yeah. The Christian genre, I mentioned this forever. briefly, is insane truly yeah we can also talk about like the racial line in christian music because oh, like it's ccm white it's a great yeah. canyon well yeah. no because there's like there are two huge industries but they are side by side and separate so you have like C- uh, christian contemporary music mm-hmm. which is like your your k-love your worship Stuff songs on the radio and then know. you have gospel music so oh yeah, yeah christian yeah. contemporary and gospel, you got your Kirk Franklin's, your Ty Tribbets, like your Fred Hammonds, you're like, and that is that is black Christian music, mm-hmm. and CCM is white Christian music, and neither the twain shall meet, except for Toby Mac. Toby Mac will have gospel <laughs> gospel people feature on his, on his album. You tell me the mac and cheese is the bridge? Yeah, yeah dude. dude. Of course he said he Mandiza is. on <laughs> Of course. Of course the mac and cheese is the bridge. Mac and cheese literally ties so many dinners together. Kirk Franklin's been on. I got some in the fridge right now, baby. Oh, dude, I I may have to make. No, it's too late for mac and cheese. That's what you got. You got to buy the Bob Evans ones. There's nothing better than those. Just throw them in there for two minutes, three minutes. Put them in that microwave, daddy. I I'll tell you what I've been doing for my mac and cheese. So I bought a bunch of those uh, Cheetos flavored uh, macaroni and cheeses. Yeah, dude, you Um, smoke weed. 
what you do is you take the cheese packet out and you take the noodles and you dump them in the trash because they fucking suck. They're whack. Just use the cheese on whatever noodles you want. Uh, What's yeah. your favorite noodle shape? Real quick, around the table. What's everybody's favorite? Rotini, shape? rotini, 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 rotini. Fafali, 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 fafali. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are we summoning spirits right now? Yeah, dude. Um, God, Mario wish. and Luigi are coming up from the grave right now, floating in front of us. Hey, Mario. Hey, it's me, I'm Mario. Did you summon me from my grave? From my hey, grave. it's me, Mario, and my brother, Green Mario. <laughs> We are the Mario Mario brothers. We came with We came with past. What about the purple and yellow Mario? Hey, I'm a plumber. <laughs> I'll steal your princess. Wait. Shit, that's the other that's Bowser. Fuck. I feel you I feel you cracking with this pipe. I'm a plumber. <laughs> hey, who let all these turtles in here? <laughs> You guys got a real problem with mushrooms growing in here. There must be a lot of leaking water. That's why there's mushrooms, because of the water damage. (laughs) That's because he's bad at his job. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get to the bottom of that damn girl. I've never seen a wrench in that man's hand. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I don't care who's at the top. Big Mario, we're coming for your ass. (laughs) Oh man, dude, he runs into a lot of ghosts too. He's all, he's like a plumber slash ghost. He's whisperer. a medium, dude. Everybody medium. knows it. Oh yeah, medium. I uh, wear a large shirt, but I can talk to the dead. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so officially, what do we call him? We're gonna call a mulligan, mm. and we're gonna bring this back for a uh jams for jesus uh redo redux i wouldn't say it's a redo i'd say it's a sequel what we could do if we wanted to be stupid is like jams for jesus and then we could do jams for jesus and then put parentheses put a flavor of jam but that's just (laughs) that's just me that's what we would do if we were marketing this episode this one great next episode apricot like you just whatever you wanted to (laughs) you know what Strawberry preserves. Okay, so here, here, here's how we do that. The only, the only way that I'll allow this is we have to make this a series, and this, this will just be the the jams for Jesus will be a Nice Boys uh uh collab recurring. Bit. It'll be a Toon Junkies Nice Boys collab, jams for Jesus. Can I tell you something? The Toon Junkies version of Christmas. This is everything I've ever wanted in my life. Yeah? I have I my the first 18 years of my life have prepared me for this. For this. Okay. For this, this, this too shall pass. So then what (laughs) flavor of jam shall this episode be? Grape. That's the best one. (laughs) Grape. It's gotta be grape. It's gotta be grape. That's the first one. When I think jelly, I immediately think grape. Even though, no, no, it's not the best one, but that's <laughs> what you. I first think yeah. of Thank when I think yeah. of jelly. When you think of peanut butter and jelly, you think of grape jelly. Grape that's jelly. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so then real quick, just because now I need to know, what's your, what's the best kind of jelly? Mm. I like a black. I'm a big fan of Ikea's lingonberry. That one's um, good. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Did you say Ikea. Ikea's got lingonberry jam, dude. Yes, sir. The place yes, sir. that makes furniture also has jam. I got it in my fridge right now. It's delicious. I'm, fuck, this is They put it on their simulation. meatballs, dude. 
Ikea. Yeah, Ikea. Bubba. A place that makes shelves. Hey, yeah. we're not lying they to you. They also make they food. Got a hell, they got a hell they got of a, a cafeteria. Bar, dude. They have a it's cafeteria. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, sir. Because you're going to be in there a what? while. You got to eat. What? I didn't even Try know the lingonberry. Get the lingonberry uh, on your meatballs on the way in. Get the lingonberry smoothie on, on the, the way, way out. out they make a Slushy. mean hot dog over there. You guys are blowing my mind right now. I did not know I can't make food. Raspberry. <laughs> raspberry is okay. your favorite? I, I've always liked raspberry. I love blackberry. I love a good boysenberry. Ooh. Okay, so we named one of the good berries mm-hmm. boysen. There are only two kinds of berries regular and poison. <laughs> and we named a regular berry boysen. I thought you were yeah. going to make like a boys and girls in joke. I don't know <laughs> why, but boys and boys and there's boys and berries in berries. my jam. It's boys and my berries and girls in my jam. Is that what you said? It's boys and wish. My jam. Oh. Um. All right. So, yes, there it is. We're going to make this a thing. I don't know how often it'll happen, but I'm down to do it. I don't know. Once every blue moon. I like a blue moon. I like that. Yeah. But no, I don't know when. Whenever this means. Hmm. Once a quarter, biannually. Maybe what we could do is since it's going to be a collab thing, is we could do like, we could alternate them. So like. One on our feed, one in your feed, and so on. Mm hmm. So then, yeah, for sure. Ours is going to be way wackier, though. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We do not keep. We cannot. I can't keep notes for shit. I'll tell you that right That's now. That's why I have to keep not, notes. Not only does he can't, he refuses to. Yeah, I see. won't do it. I will not prepare for any podcast. I have to take notes. Otherwise, I lose track and I, I can't stay focused. I just you can't get all your thoughts t- out. I keep talking about whatever and I'm like, I'll I end took recording and I'll be like, oh, That was the that. extent of my, uh, yeah, I took screenshots. I also yeah. took screenshots and I pulled up the lyrics for every song we were talking about as yeah. the show was going on. Okay, well, you want a cookie? No, I'd like some jam, as in Jesus jam, as in thank you for joining us today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listener, we did it. This episode is over, but as you just heard, follow the nice boys because this this is going to be a a jumpy, uh, what's a a series? There we go, jumpy series. It's going to be all spooky. Not just kidding. It'll be it's weird that the jelly, Jesus though. jams are a crossover episode now. It's almost yeah. like a guy died up there on one of those. <laughs> you see that guy? <laughs> he fucking jumped off that balcony, dropped forty feet. Some fucking rapper had to save him. Ti, who the thought? This is like Crisis on Infinite. Real quick, Earth. everyone's favorite Ti song. Uh, oh, I don't know any. Live your life featuring Rihanna. Yeah, that's me too. Uh, whatever you like. Oh shit, I forgot about whatever you like. Sure. That's the only other one you I know. Have whatever you like. Yeah, for sure. Boys, thank you so much for coming and doing this. And the reason I'm most li- glad that this happened is because we've created a, another thing that's going to keep us in each other's lives. Because I always have fun when I'm with you guys, whether and- physically or virtually. Yeah, we went through some time. record stores in Orlando. Mm-hmm. That's right. We smelled some incense together. It was beautiful. Yeah, you showed me some Asian food that I didn't hate, which is rare. 
Oh, did you like the bow, dude? Dude, he went nuts for the I did. P- the pork belly. Bro, that pork I belly was him, delicious. I came a couple years ago. I was like, dude, Gross. we got to get bow. He's like, what's that? That's what I said, too. I <laughs> nice. said, what? Thank you. Bow. Um, I just saw it on TikTok. I was like, there's a bow place here in Orlando. It's like little... Uh, Asian sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a taco dude, and a sandwich had a sweet little Asian baby. We've been going back at back ever since. It's so good. Yeah, that every place time we're on that side of town, phenomenal. So del- I'm now I'm hungry for that fucking chicken right now. Oh, oh right meow. Anyways, he, he but yes, meow. um, boys, tell the listeners where they can find and follow everything that is you and your podcast. <clears throat> you can follow me on all forms of social media at Shane is rad. You can follow the podcast at nice boys podcast. We're available anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow Austin at Colonel Austin Jones for he is a certified Kentucky Colonel. That's real. Yeah. Um, uh, not, yeah. Not a bit listener. Not a bit. That is real. <laughs> it started as a bit and then it became a very real thing that happened. We willed it into existence. That's called manifestation. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, uh, listen, Listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. It's nice, boys. It, uh, we took some professional photos for our thumbnail yeah. now, and we love them. We're real that was happy a good day it. where you guys were like, Chris, we need your opinion. I was like, what? And then you <laughs> sent professional photos to me. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so what's the direction? What do you? Okay, I have opinions, but what are you going for? That was a good day. That I, held, I, 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 I felt important. I felt like... My opinion was really valued. You're like, you hey, are part we took of the Nice photos. Boys family, dude. Mm. You're under You're the part umbrella. of the Nice Boys extended universe, baby. Oh, yeah. You know what's the really NBA sad? EU. I uh, I saw this thing on the internet today that says, "We of all the Spider-Man multiverses, we are in the one where Spider-Man is a fictional character." Isn't that sad? It sucks so bad, dude. Yeah. Oh, I'm pissed well. about that. But yes, listener, you know the drill. You know where you can find and follow me on uh you can find Toon Junkies on Instagram at Toon Junkies Pod. So uh you can look at the pictures and the records that I have and make for uh on Instagram. If you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. But if you must be involved with my life, you can find me on Instagram at Chris and Kitty or on TikTok at DatBoyPit6. Huh. All done. Well, boys, <clears throat> that is the end of this. Yeah. Do you have any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to give the listener? Austin, this is your, your gig. You got it. Um, I told my ninth graders this recently and it blew their minds. So for anyone that hasn't heard this and you're out there and maybe you you have lady problems and that's okay, but follow this tip and you'll be all right. Or maybe you have boy problems. I don't know. Um, But you can even they problems, whatever you got, non-binary problems. Yeah. You got people problems trying to find love out there. You can catch flies with honey, but you can catch more honeys by being fly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wise words to live by. Hell yeah. Yeah. This has been a Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.